Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Wherever you are again, thank you for tuning in to my podcast, The Becca Sweet Show. Coming to you once again from New York City, The Big Apple. And today on my podcast, I will be discussing Uvalde in Texas, where the mass shooting occurred on Tuesday, I believe, May 24th, around 11.30 a.m. And as you know, here on my podcast, I do not and will not name the suspect in this horrific, horrible mass school shooting. Now, last week I did a podcast on the shooting that happened in Buffalo, New York at a Topps supermarket where people there also lost their lives. So, you come here today and you are listening to this podcast and I've gotten a request from quite a few of you to do another podcast on uh, gun violence. And I don't know when it will end. I don't have the answers. I don't know if anyone has the answers. The only one who has the answers is our Lord above. God has the answers. Now, you may agree with me or you may not agree with me. But I really believe it starts at home with the children's upbringing. The child's upbringing. Who is raising these kids? Our kids. Who is raising them? And on this topic today, I am going to be talking about different, um, how do you say, I will be discussing, talking about just different things around this. I should say it like that. Um, Because in this subject today of gun violence it it, it seemed like you may ask yourself that is just never going to end now there is a timeline um, what a lot of police officials and mental health um, people are saying uh, doctors and so so forth is saying about this suspect And I believe he was 18 years old. And if you don't know by now, he was killed by the officers. Um, Before he uh, did a attack on the school, he uh, shot his grandmother. And I believe he ran his truck into, uh, I don't know if it was a a post on the road or a tree or, or something like that. And his grandmother was able to call the police. I believe he shot her in the face. Now, before he did that, um, he went on Facebook and he was saying how the way, you know, he shot his his, uh, grandmother and he was going to go shoot up a school. Let me tell you this. When people make threats... And, you know, nowadays, like the guy with the tops uh, shooting in Buffalo and so forth, the guy uh, that happened uh, in New York City here um, where he went on the subway and he um, threw a gas bomb. And I talked about that not too long ago. Another shooting that happened, I believe it was last month. And uh, he uh, started shooting, you know, rounds. And luckily, I don't believe anyone died. Uh, from that shooting on the subway, but people was injured. Um, I would I would have to say this: that when someone 
you see on social media or someone tell you that they are going to do something to harm another individual or do something that can harm another individual or even an animal, you report them. Um, You don't just sit there and uh, you don't assume or think that they're just joking. Because nine times out of ten, they are not joking. Nine times out of ten, they're serious. Okay? They are serious. And you got to put yourself in that victim's shoes. You wouldn't want that to be you or your family member or your child. If any of you out there listening, I know most of you have children that are listening. I don't have kids yet, as you all know, but hopefully one day. Um, you, you know, you wouldn't want that to be your child or you going to a supermarket or you dropping your um, kid off at school and you're injured or they are never coming home again or they're injured and you have to deal with the pain because some coward decided for whatever reason and we know it's the devil. See, what they want to call what they want to yell <clears throat> is mental mental illness. And I know we all can deal with um being in pain if you call it mental illness awareness or however you call it. But the first thing is we got to get back to praying. We have to get back to knowing God. We have to get back. And like I always say here on my podcast, wherever you find your peace, wherever you find your happiness, wherever you find healing, go there. Um, Bring yourself to be joyful inside. Feel yourself. Free yourself. Because... As people always say, I didn't cause your problems. And as the Bible says, and as we people that want peace and happiness and joy, they're always solution to problems. That's why they always say solve the problem. There's always a solution. And I tell people, When you're going through a problem, because of course I've had problems and I'm going to have problems. I'm human, just like everybody else. If, as I said before, if anybody walk around and think that life is perfect, life will never, ever be perfect. You're going to have sunny days. You're going to have rainy days. You're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. That's just life. So as the saying goes, you have to roll with the punches. That's life. We have to roll with the punches. And if you want to give up, don't give up. Because I'm not telling you to give up. You have to fight. That is what makes you strong. That is what makes you become who you're supposed to be. And to be a good, honorable person. When you fight through the toughness. When you fight through the hard times. You become a better person. You become more, um, you have more wisdom. Uh, you have more knowledge. You can teach uh, people that may not know. Uh, someone that could be younger than you. Um, someone that needs to look up to someone to help them, to guide them. Um, you can become more wiser. Okay, as God gives us wisdom and people, they, you you know, everything is tough. Okay, and I'm not going to go into the gas prices, the baby, the baby formula, um, the food that uh, is expensive, but everything is up right now. Gas prices, food prices, baby food, you name it, clothes. I mean, everything is up right now. Okay. And when things are really tough, people want to fight. I mean, I saw a fight yesterday and I was out and about. And I'm just like, come on, people. You know, come on. Let's just 
come together um yes things are up but what you have to tell yourself you have to tell yourself you know what things are going to get better things will get better and they will get better because let me tell you gas prices may be up right now food is up right now um baby formula from what i'm hearing from people that have kids and i'm hearing um people um you know here in the city that that you know that there's a shortage i believe on baby formula and it's all over the news media in different places as well this is going to go away see those of us god bless each and every one of you um and any of you um have friends and family like i've known a few myself friends thank god no one in my family but some of us were sick but we got through um the virus um the c i don't like to name the c um people thought that that was going to be no ending now i'm not talking about the stimulus i'm not talking about the unemployment i'm not talking about sitting home getting a thousand a week or sitting home if you did um or sitting home um because let's face it all of us was on lockdown at one point and none of us can go outside i mean if you went outside it was to the market and back home if you went outside you was an extension worker and you went to work at the hospital or maybe you had to um, do deliveries, okay? But if you were in the house at a certain time, you got yelled at by the government, by the police, uh, by state officials. Hey, get in the house. What are you doing? There's a curfew, okay? We couldn't even go to the park. We all experienced that no matter what country you was in, no matter what state you lived in, we all experienced that at one point. And it was months, not a day not a week not one month it was months okay and people thought that that was not going to end but it ended and there were days i'm sitting inside looking at my cat and i'm like oh my god like this is because let's face it we all say oh my god when when just something that we say right and we just shout god name i even know people some people that you don't have a different religion or so and i I don't want to say it here on my podcast but they have a different type of religion and that's their religion but they don't say god they say another name but i believe in god a hundred percent okay i know that there's a god okay so going back to what i was saying we say omg a lot oh my god i mean that's what a lot of people yell like I say before here people that have a different um let's say worship they they yell that as as well and I even caught myself looking at them as in <laughs> so I'm like please don't make that a figure of speech okay because when you say omg oh my god I believe in god a hundred percent but hey people have their belief and what they believe in not here to judge or knock you for that but going back to what i'm saying so with um the virus we all got through it so as i tell people when you're going through something don't take it out on another individual i want you at okay so when when we go through something there is a excuse me there is a darkness okay a darkness that we see and for me it's like I'm in a dark hole okay it's like I'm in a dark tunnel and in that moment now you could tell me if I'm correct or wrong but for most of us I've had other people tell me that's what it feels like to them so it feels like you're in this dark tunnel like you're in this dark hole and you can't you know either climb up or dig your way out you feel like there is no end so what i want you to do when you feel like you're in that dark tunnel or that dark hole i want you to focus on the ending so when when you're when you're trapped in a situation or let's say like you at the bottom of the barrel or you in the deep tunnel i want you to focus on light And that light is the healing process. That light is your goal. Because you know how the saying goes 
there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Well, that's what I want you and need you to imagine. Okay. So I want you to focus on that. Because when you change your negative thought, as I always say into that positive thought, when you think of when you have that dark, deep thought, you think of that positive light and that light is what brings you because let's face it. Imagine if there were no sunlight. Okay. Uh, For a second. Imagine if there were only darkness. You would we probably walk around. I have to say the word depressed, right? We will walk around all day with our heads down. Um, you go outside, it's it, it's raining all the time. Okay, yes, we heard about Seattle, um, and certain states, and we also heard about um, London, you know, being gloomy. But when I was in London, there was sun uh, days of sunlight, I mean, sunny days, um, not all the time, but yes, <laughs> they do have sunny days, okay? So you just wake up and there's no more sunlight how would you feel how would you feel if you were to wake up that day or the next day and there will never be any sunlight again how would you feel i love the sunlight and of course i'm from the sunshine state i'm from florida but i love the sunlight see the sun gives us energy Okay, when it's sunny outside, like I'm seeing the sun right now because I am recording this and it's sunny and beautiful today here on this beautiful spring day of 2022. The sun, it you could be having not so good day or a bad day or let's say you got some bad news. God forbid we don't like bad news, but, you know, every now and then because we're human, we're going to get it. Um, but the sun can be out and you can just go for a walk or go for a drive. And those of you that know me, I love to go for a drive because it helps me think. Um, but, and also walking to and exercising. Um, so I'm gonna get on that in a minute. Um, but you could just like go for a walk, go for a drive, go for a jog, exercise, go to the gym. And all of a sudden, um, Everything, all of a sudden, everything that you're feeling down and out, it brings you up. It lifts you up. That's what I want you to do in the magic of of your mind, of your thought. I want you to actually take that moment and focus and bring that to a positive light. So don't tell yourself this can't be. Don't tell yourself I can't. You can. It can be. It will be. There is no no. You have to put your thought there. And what I'm getting at here is today, these children, they just have no, most of them, or you could say some of them, however it resonates with you, they just have no motivation. They they just, they just live in the moment, you know, and the guy that... Uh, killed, I believe, um, 19 children and two adults. He was a dropout. He dropped out 17 years old, I believe, last year and didn't graduate. And then had some kind of beef and just went and killed all those kids and, and the teachers. And I would have to say this. Um, they said that uh, he didn't get along with his parents. So his parents sent him to live with his grandparents. Now, his mother is saying that he was not a monster. I repeat, his mother saying, well, I don't want to repeat it, but you just heard me. What are you talking about, lady? He's not a monster. He just shot these innocent people. And the grandfather is telling the media, well, he stayed to himself. He didn't really have any friends um and we didn't know what was going on what do you mean didn't know what was going on see that's the thing that when I looked at documentaries what happened with Columbine shooting back in I believe 1999 when I was still a kid this is the thing parents don't 
check up on their children. Let me tell you, my parents, as you all know, are very religious. My dad's a minister. My mom all the time looked at at our room. Like she would go in our room literally and go through my notes and she will literally like go through my clothes. She would go through everything as a child because you parents, you don't know at school if your child is being bullied. You don't know if um, you, you don't know, you, you know, you don't know. And, and it starts out with the parents having, I mean, how do you, you know, it's like a Dylan, I don't want to say his name. I'm not going to say his name. One of the Columbine shooters, his mother said when the um, officials, the police and the government and them went in his room, they found um, sketches of guns and him shooting, um, you know, like blood on the paper, you know, like a fake uh, illustration of, of people dying and saying you will die and you would... Wow. And and she didn't even know that he had weapons. Like he had rounds in his room. She said, oh, I never went in his room. Now, the two of the boys that uh, shot up the Columbine High School, the, the, their parents, it's like the Sandy Hook kid uh, was well off, you know, and, and, and you know, it doesn't matter how much money someone has or don't have. But what I'm trying to stress here. As parents, they're thinking that, oh, well, my kids, uh, you know, I, I clothe them well. I feed them well. Um, they're living in a lavish home. What do they have to be worried about? These kids are getting bullied or these kids are not feeling loved. Um, the mother of one of the Columbine kids said that me and my husband will work all the time. I thought my son was okay because of our home he lived in a lavish mansion um sometimes we have um servers uh uh, servants so i thought he was fine but as i said before one of you enjoyed on my podcast where a few of you said about a home it can be beautiful on the outside but what's going on in that home on the inside See, that's how people said, you may be beautiful on the outside, but on the inside, you ugly. And that's how people don't understand, well, I'm beautiful. How do they get this? Or how does she get that? Or how does she get that man to love her? Or how did he get that woman to love him? Or how did he get, I'm beautiful, but you could be ugly. Or, or, or maybe, as I said before, something wrong with them. And then you find out there's nothing wrong with you. Okay? But going back to what I'm saying is everything as my parents taught me on the outside may not be beautiful on the inside you know i mean you know we could put on fancy clothes and we could put on our beautiful makeup but on the inside we may not be feeling uh a bubbly and lovely and 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 so wonderful and so special and so great you know and that's why people say, wow, they sure enough fooled me. I didn't, I didn't know they were like that. Or I didn't know they were going to do that. Or I didn't know that they, you know. So as I say before, if you are a parent, you need to check up on your children, your child, your kid, your children. You need to know what is going on in their life, what is going on in their mind. Because as me growing up, my mom and dad would ask me and my siblings all the time, are you okay? Is everything okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And then I would say, oh, mom, you went through this. She said, I sure enough did. I went in your book bag. I sure enough did. I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And she would do that. She would do that not only to me, to all of my other siblings. She would do that. You know, and now, you know, as a kid, you really, it doesn't really comprehend, like, why is my mom doing this? Because my dad worked all the time. So my mom was um, a stay-at-home mom, most of you know, um, that know me, but, and friends of mine still stay in touch with through school. But my mom was um, a stay-at-home mom. So she made sure that everything was in check and all of us was fine, including my dad. But so that was her task. Like she went and she checked on this and she checked on that. And I tell people, even if you work a lot and you have children, it doesn't take but a few seconds or so 
It, it, it doesn't take that to make sure that your children are safe and they're okay. Because I guarantee you a $100 bill that if those parents in that Columbine shooting, if they went into their child room, like they said, and checked up on them, they would have known that they were going to like shoot those kids up at that school because they would have went into their notepad. They would have went and they would have seen all these different illustrations that they drew. And they would have been like, oh my God, something's going on here. Let me, um, let me call the school, you know, uh, let me call, um, a, 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 a doctor. Let me, let me have them check my kid out. Let me call 911. Let me do something. Let me talk to them because this is not right. Why, why are they drawing this? Why are they saying these words on a sheet of paper? Why are there guns in their room? Why, why are they talking about killing people? Why, why are they doing, why are they doing that? You know? Think about it. Those kids that died in that Columbine school will probably not be dead right now. And I have to say this, that all of this is happening. Reason some of this is happening. I'm not saying all of it, but because we took the Pledge of Allegiance out of the school. We took prayer out of the school. We took it out. And someone I was in a conversation with a few days ago said to me, people don't know God anymore. Nobody, nobody talks about it. Except religious Christian people. And as I said before, however you find your peace, however you find your joy, however you find love, However you find caring about another individual, including animals, do it with love, care, and respect. So if you want to meditate, meditate. If you want to pray, pray. If you want to, if you have Buddha, Muhammad, uh, there's some people I know, they say, well, I, I, I do the Buddhism. I'm like, hey, you're a good person. You're a nice person. However you do it. But I pray. And I also meditate. I do both. And to me, they are wonderful. They're wonderful. It's wonderful. Because after a long day, or let's say when I get my morning started, I love to do those things. Because meditating and praying, it helps me flow through the day. I meditate to relax and to elevate my mind. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. So however you do it, you do it. And I tell people also, and to you as well, take deep breaths in and out. And another deep breath in and out. Because you are going to get through it. Nothing bad lasts forever. If you think about it, life, it's kind of ups and downs, as we all know. But it's like, it's like when I exercise and I have this stepper where I go up and down, up and down. And I say life, 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 up and down, up and down. It glides. It goes up, it goes down, it goes goes up, it goes down, it go up, it go down, you go backwards, you go forward, you go backwards, you go forward, you you and the rest goes, right? So when you're having a bad day or something's not going your way, I want you to just stop and focus and say, you know what? This does not end here. I'm going to be just fine. And we have to find ways to heal this world. See, when they're talking about gun violence and how to do guns. Now, I heard one governor say, which well I agree with. Schools from now on, even businesses, they're going to have to just like lock the door. Um... You, you're going to have to, I mean, they're going to have to do that because 
you can even uh the churches are talking about how the way um they are going to have to start locking the church doors because i mean if i was an usher as we call it in the baptist church if and i believe uh um other religions as well call it a usher um someone that opens the door up and walk um the uh member to to their seat if i was an usher i believe i'll be checking people bags i'd be like can i check your bag real quick please ma'am or sir can i check your bag please kick uh sorry can i check your bag please quick uh little kid can i check your bag because as i said before and as you know uh the teenage boy that walked into the church and killed those people I mean, they they let him in nicely. They say, you know, as the Bible the Bible says, "Come as you are," and they let them in. And he just starts shooting them up. They're they're serving God, and he just shoot those people up. They're gonna have to do it. Um, they're they're saying metal detectors uh, now uh, in the city. You know, they're they're trying to figure out with the subway um, how to have. Um, uh, these uh detectors come up you know and and they say it's gonna cost the city a lot of money a lot of money um they're trying to they want to build these doors where people can't get pushed off the platform anymore and anybody that knows me that ever took the train with me i never ever stepped too close to that platform because i remember the first time i moved to new york my mom like do not do not do not do not because her thing was not someone pushing me onto the tracks her thing was me falling off the tracks on accident that was her thing you know her thing wasn't oh someone's gonna push me off the tracks i mean who thinks that way i mean me first time coming to new york the first time ever experiencing riding the subway i would never ever think someone pushed someone off the tracks my thing was falling off on onto the tracks because I'm too close to the edge and for some reason maybe I see a rat runs across or accidentally I I don't know and I go off the platform almost but not someone push me off onto the tracks onto a coming train it's crazy you know and I have to say this in this podcast People need to learn how to walk a crosswalk. They, you know, because I'm driving or I'm even walking or jogging and there's people that just coming out onto the, 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 the crosswalk and this car is coming and cars are beeping at them like it's not time for you to walk. When that driver light, when it turns green for that car to move, People, we have to wait to cross. You cannot cross. Okay, if a car is not coming, you want to go ahead and you want to take that risk and you want to cross, go ahead. But this is the city. Excuse me. This is the city. So we have to learn how to walk across the street. You can't just assume and come out because the crosswalk says the big hand, no, stop. Do not walk. And you just still want to walk. <laughs> and then you want to get mad at the drivers because we have every right or the driver has every right that's driving at the time to keep driving. So, God forbid, but dear walker or pedestrian that can't walk right, if you accidentally get hit, who is going to win in this? Uh, I believe the driver because the driver has every right to drive. Now, if there's a crosswalk, don't get me wrong. If there's a crosswalk where there is no light or there's no turn signal, you're supposed to stop. Because that's what the crosswalk is built for right there. So us as drivers, we have to stop for the pedestrian. But when there are times when we're supposed to just keep going because we have the right of way and the light is green, No. And um, the the pedestrians that are crossing the street, if it says do not walk, no, we do not walk. You do not walk. You stop. So I have to say that because right is right and wrong is wrong. And as I yell at some people, learn how to walk. Literally, like learn how to walk. But um, 
uh, you know, it's it's really sad. You know what's um, going on in the world, and you know people. They okay. I have to say this before I forget. I really feel so sad for those children um, that were in that classroom. Going back to my timeline, because. They had nowhere to run. They had nowhere to hide. Except maybe under their desk. And the two teachers that got killed. One of the teachers um, was getting ready to celebrate her, her celebrate sorry her 25th wedding anniversary, I believe, to her husband. Now he has to bury his wife. And her family has to bury her. And the children just had a award ceremony. And... A few of them or some of them won awards and their parents were there and they had to come back and they had to witness that what happened to their children and the other children that survived in that classroom and in the entire school with the other teachers in the entire school had to witness what went on can you imagine you a child or you're a teacher or you're someone that was in that classroom or let's say you're on a job and you there's nowhere to run a hide and there's a gunman and he starts shooting and you don't even know like Columbine, you don't even know if you're gonna make it out alive. Even with the grocery store, supermarket, and other shootings that has happened in the world from schools to supermarkets to businesses to walking like a mod Aubrey was gunned down by these crazy um, white supremacists or whatever they call themselves. Can you imagine? See, that's why I, as an individual, I don't take life for granted because as it goes back to saying, and my dad always preached this, we don't know where death is. As they say, and I believe the Bible says as well, from the day you were born, your footsteps are numbered. Only God knows when our time is up. Only he knows. And I just, I I pray for those who um, ended their lives by their hand of suicide. Because I was taught and raised and I believe that, you know, God gave us life and he takes it away. That's why I don't believe in doing wrong to another individual killing them i don't care how bad it gets you know i i really don't now as i said before if it's me protecting my life or protecting my family or a loved one i have no choice but i don't want to own a gun i i don't i don't want to be it's it just so much violence in the world i mean what guns do and you know let me know what you agree with what i last said but i mean that's how i feel about it I know most of you probably feel that way, but me as an individual, I believe I don't ever want to own a gun. Um, I know I have friends like they have properties where their house is in a wooded area and it's far off. And they're like, well, I feel like like one of my photographer friends, he's like, well, I feel like, you know, getting a gun because um, I'm, I have this property and, I'm, and I just say, well, you know, talking to him, I was like, well, you know, I don't know. Then my other friend in Florida, she's like, well, my mom and dad, we have this house and I don't know, like, if I should. I'm like, well, I don't know if you want to do that. I mean, guns is just, it just brings so much pain. And, you know, and, and most of these, um, but my question is, maybe you can tell me where do these kids get these guns yeah okay maybe the parents or they they got it some kind of way but how do you let your kids get a gun or guns like how i mean i'm i'm asking myself questioning question it excuse me (laughs) How 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 do they get a gun like who gives them the gives them the authority to buy or get a gun who does and when I am a mother one day I would really teach my child I would say to my child you know just don't have hate in your heart and 
Be the best person you can be and love everyone as much as you can. And please do not kill anyone. Because my parents have always taught me, do not kill anyone, okay? Because it's not worth it, no matter how bad it gets. As we said before, unless your life is being taken away from you and literally you got, let's say, some kind of object to defend yourself. But other than that, you get in an argument with someone, someone do something to you that make you mad or angry, but let it go. Just let it go. Cry it out and let it go. Okay? Pray about it. You know, find joy some way and just let it go. Okay? Because violence is not the answer. We have to take the sadness, the hurt, and we have to, if you want, cry. Whatever the situation is, whatever you're mad at, whatever you're trying to work out. And we have to dig deep there and we have to find love and joy. Because let me tell you, as I say, and as you know it, there is always light at the end of the tunnel. I repeat, there is always light at the end of the tunnel. What you're experiencing or going through with today does not mean you are going to go through that tomorrow. And I am a witness of that. I've had situations where they were worse or they were bad. And let me tell you, they turn around to joy. They turn around to good. I've had those situations before. And I am here to tell you as a witness. Because that's why I don't believe in suicide. And we have we all we all have those thoughts. I'm not gonna lie, we have all had those thoughts. We have all had those wonderings and if you want to call them feelings or so. But you take yourself out of that and you say, you know what? I am a strong person. I am a strong individual. I will get through this and this will not stop me. Because I am stronger than this. I believe in myself. I believe in my self-value. And I believe I can know I can do anything that I can put my mind to. And if you say those words and you make it affirmative and you repeat those words and you say those words to yourself, I promise you in the name of God, you will get through it. You will get through it. God will make sure you get through it. He will. Amen. 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 If you with me and you feel it, say amen. Amen. So I want you all, each and every one of you, I want you to know that anything that you feel that you can achieve, you can do it. If you have any hurt, any pains, I want you to know it can be removed. You have to believe, you have to trust, you have to pray, meditate, however it resonates with you. And you have to believe that you can get through it. Because I'm telling you, you will get through it. And the most important thing you have to remember when praying and just, you know, go somewhere you know find a space so you know, it could be in your car it could be uh in a park it could be in a field it could be in your room somewhere nice and quiet you know you could put some music on like i have playing in the background with some headphones you know if you live in an environment where there's people running around maybe you have children you know you can't get in, in a long time and you say to yourself I am a I am in a dark hole right now, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. And trust me, my friend, you will find that light at the end of that tunnel. You will find it. Because when you get through something, it only makes you stronger. Okay? And as they say, a Kanye West said it best, what doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. It does. And there have been situations in my life and I have 
had other people have come to me and say, you know what, I thought I was going to make it out of that, but look at me today. I made it out. Amen. Praise the Lord. I made it out. Because you will make it out. You have to believe, you have to trust, and you have to put it there that I am going to get through this. And as I close, I was listening and looking on the news at one of the victim's fathers. And he was saying how his daughter was so loved and so well respected. He said that this is not going to stop me. And I'm not trying to get emotional right here now as I close. But he said this will not stop me. But he said, I am going to live. My heart is going to beat because I know that's what my 10-year-old daughter will want me to do. She wouldn't want me to stop. She wouldn't want me to lay down in the grave with her. She want me to get up and she want me to keep going because we have to end this gun violence. We have to end this. We have to find some kind of way to end this. As they say, if we could put a man on the moon, we can do this too. And as I say right now, I'm telling you all, I don't want to be a gun owner. I don't want a gun. I don't want to own a gun. I hope I never have to own a gun. I don't want to own one. Because honestly, you know, they made it to protect us. But as they say back in the day, you you, you know, you really fought. That's how your parents taught you. you. You really taught yourself your parents taught you i take that back your parents taught you how to fight and you you fought with your hands you know you tackle with your hands and now i have to say this before i close i i put something up on my social media that i'm sure most of you all saw where uh the kids back in the day when there was racism they're walking to school but they never brought any guns to school and they got bullied every day you can't come here because you're black and you can't get no they didn't they didn't they didn't go to school fighting they didn't they didn't go to school with guns they didn't come and say oh this school racist so i'm gonna take it i'm gonna shoot this school i'm gonna no 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 they went in there because they believe one day that we all will be free where we all can sit together we all can talk together we all can be in the same room and we can love one another as we want to be loved okay no one looking at you sideways or a different way because you decide that you want to date another race or you want to be friends with another race or you want to marry another race. No one's looking at you that way. Because we are all one. Okay, we are all one. And all this hate and violence, it has to stop. We have to stop it. We have to stop the violence the racism love has no hate we all have to love one another there is no room for hate i'll say it that way there's only room for love for me i there's only room for love there is no hate here you won't get that from me see i don't hate anyone I may not like what they do, but I don't hate anyone. I pray for people that are wrong. I pray for them. And I ask God to show them the way. Show them the way to love. Show them the way to respect one another. Show them the way that, you know, they don't have to have or put violence there uh, you know, to solve their problems or to, I mean, because at the end of the day, what is that going to do? You're walking into a school, you're walking into a business, you're walking into a supermarket. It, you know, before, uh, I think it was the, the, the General Motors, my parents were talking about how the way the gunman just walked in and started shooting people because he got fired. No, he didn't get fired. He had a last car payment and he couldn't make that payment and they repoed his car, but he walked in to shoot people up. What, what 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 good is that going to do? What, what what good is that going to do? It's not going to do any good. So we have to start, and I know you have, 
For we have to continue to have love and faith there and hope. Love, faith, and hope. Those are the three joyous words in my heart. Love, faith, and hope. And God. God, love, faith, and hope. Let's say it that way. God, faith, love, and hope. Okay? So, I believe I covered a lot here today. Um... I just hope and pray that we can heal gun violence. We can heal the world. And it, it, it'll be a safer place. Um, I don't know if the world can get any better. But I just hope that there won't be any gun. No no more gun violence. I hope so. And um, before I go, I just want to do a moment of silence for the victims. And... Uh, the mass shootings, including the one that just happened in Texas. So let's take a moment. Okay, and thank you all again for listening. Um, I hope and pray that we can heal the world. And thank you so much for tuning in. And thank you for the likes, the views, the comments, the shares, the following. I appreciate it. And remember, you are love, you are special, and I'll see you again here. And thank you again for listening. And until next time, take care. God bless you. And so long.